This podcast is a production of the Ministries of Marcus A. Kyler. For more information about Marcus and about the editing and proofreading, digital communications, and ministry consulting services he can provide for you, your ministry, or your business, please visit MarcusAKyler.com. Thank you for listening and be blessed. Hello and welcome to The Journey, the audio journal of a man working his tail off to achieve greatness in his life. This is a show all about the trials and the triumphs, the pain and the pleasure of producing a life of greatness that honors God, supports my family, and builds the community. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? I'm your man, Marcus, a former pastor turned church communications consultant who is passionate about using social media to tell life-changing stories that inspire and transform. I promise you, I'm going somewhere, y'all. And I want you to come along with me. So thank you for joining me on this journey and welcome aboard. The time is 1.27 and it's Thursday, November 9th in the year of our Lord 2017. And this is my moment of daily gratefulness here on the journey. I'm uh, just grateful today to, I'm grateful today for opportunity. You know, uh, like I've been talking about for the last few days, uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity to work on what I'm working on right now. I'm getting the website uh, going for the workshop that I will be uh, teaching in February of 2018 at uh, at my school that I got my doctor of ministry from I am uh, I can't stop using the word excited about it <laughs> I wish I could use another word another descriptor but uh, you know that's what I am right now I'm very excited about the opportunity and I'm grateful and thankful uh, for the opportunity just an aside grateful and thankful is there a difference between the two what's the difference between thankful and grateful you know it seems like when when we talk about uh you know gratefulness as opposed to thankfulness it seems like there's a little bit more i don't know spirituality placed upon (laughs) gratefulness a lot of times than than thankfulness i mean i know that's not the case that's just that's what i'm thinking about i know it's not the case because uh because there are actually atheists who uh, you know, keep gratitude journals. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I know it's not necessarily that, but it just seems like it. But anyway, um, I'm grateful today. Uh, just for, like, like I said, just for the opportunity. Um, you know, that's really all that's happening with me right now is, um, you know, working on that. And, um, you know, if for a season you have to hang your head on one thing, um, you know, yes, your goal is to get everything in your life in alignment. That's absolutely the goal. Absolutely the goal, right? Your goal is to get everything in your life in alignment. Now, like Eric, Dr. Eric Thomas, ET the Hip Hop Preacher says, you want to be triple dope. So you want to be phenomenal in every area of your life. Oh, and... Um, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say that. Um, 
I'm not gonna hold. Um, well, I just got distracted there. I'm not going to hold, um, and I don't think he's trying to hold anybody to an unrealistic standard. Like, oh man, you gotta be sweet in every area because you're not going to be sweet in every area of your life. Um, but I, I think the point that he tries to get at, and uh, the goal that we should all have, is that um, you know, since we cannot be perfect in every area of our life, since we can't be sweet in everything, that the fact that that can't happen ought to keep us in a state of continuous improvement. We ought to never rest on our laurels because there's always something that we can work on because we're not sweet at every single thing. Uh, And and so, um, you know, I know that right now I'm not triple-double by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not sweet in every area of, of my life right now. I'm not good. Forget sweet. Forget phenomenal. I'm not good in every area of my life right now. But I have one thing that I'm doing right now. And that's that one thing that I'm hanging my hat on uh, right at this moment. And uh, if that's the way that it has to be uh, for a season... Uh, if doing that can help me to progress and, you know, really help to uh, get me to where I need to get to. And if doing sweet in this opportunity is that which, you know, finally propels me forward, then uh, it'll be all worth it. And, uh, and I will be eternally grateful. And even if it's not still eternally grateful because um, I'm doing what I love to do and that means more than absolutely anything and uh, for that I'm grateful the Version Bible verse of the day comes from the gospel according to John chapter number 13 verses 34 and 35 from the Christian Standard Bible I give you a new command love one another Just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. (laughs) If you are a believer, then uh, this should be really one of your anchor texts in uh, the entire Bible. This should be uh, a scripture that is uh, very near and dear to your heart. Um... Because I, I know it is to mine. You know, um, in sports, you know, it, you you wear a uniform to identify what team you play for. Uh, if you are, uh, if you are working at uh, a retail place, then. Uh, Many times, or most of the times, I guess, in retail environments, uh, you have to wear a uniform uh, to work on a daily basis because that uniform identifies uh, you as a person who was on uh, that team, a person who works at that store. Um, if if you are um, if you're a cheerleader, <laughs> you, you you wear a, a cheerleading uniform that identifies you as uh as being a cheerleader if you um 
and, and I think you get the point. I don't want to belabor the point, but um, there's nothing that uh, you can put on <laughs> that necessarily identifies you as a Christian, as a person who loves Jesus Christ. You know, we, we, we don't have uniforms, you know, um, you know, depending on your polity or, or, or what uh, kind of church you uh, worship with, um, you, you know, your, uh, or if, if you are in ministry or, or if not, then, um, you know, if, if you're, if you're in ministry, then you, you might wear a uniform. <laughs> you might wear a robe, you might wear a collar, you might wear something like that uh, if you are in ministry, um, depending on what kind of church you go to. Uh, but that's still not a uniform that identifies you as a believer uh, in Christ. There's just no uniform. Um, there are no combinations of words to say. And, you know, it, it's, it's, a common, it's a common thing, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that it's a common criticism. Uh, of church culture in, in that if you you know are uh, in the church long enough you know if you if you grew up in the church you know all the church lingo there is a church jargon there is um, just like there's legalese you know saying there's there's kind of like uh, uh, church ease you know that there there are uh, combinations of, of words and phrases that you use that um, that the layperson might not understand or somebody who uh is not um somebody who has not spent much time in the church might not know but but but, but using those words and using them the right way with the right cadence and sounding deep in it that, that doesn't identify you as a believer either the only thing that identifies you as a believer the only uniform that you can put on is putting on uh, the garment of love uh, the Bible talks about uh, putting on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And you can also put on the garment of love. Uh, it's not necessarily a garment that you put on, but it, 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 it encompasses you. It engulfs you. The love of Jesus Christ engulfs you if you truly let it. And, and, and being engulfed by that love of Jesus Christ impacts how you treat other people. Not just how you talk, not just how you walk, you know what I'm saying, but how you treat other people. They will only know that we're believers if we love people the way that the one in whom we believe treated people and it's truly uh that simple they'll know uh they'll know us by our love they will know that we are christians by the love that we show one to another so very basic so very fundamental and we just gotta apply that thing Okay, so it's Friday, and I need to shut this episode down and uh, move on to uh, episode 128. And so, uh, but I just wanted to reflect just for a minute on um, uh, something that I see is uh, troubling uh, amongst a community that uh, I love very much. Uh, as we move into uh, college football uh, this weekend, uh, you all know that. Uh, I am true blue. I believe amazing blue. Uh, I did not uh, go there. None of my uh, four degrees are from the University of Michigan. 
all right? So let me just put that out there. And you can uh, criticize me for my fandom if you feel like you need to. But none of my four degrees come from the University of Michigan. I applied to two schools coming out of high school. And that, those schools were the University of Michigan and Morehouse College. I was accepted into both schools. Uh, I got money, scholarship money, for both schools. I got more money to attend Morehouse College. And I also felt that uh, it was right for me to go to Morehouse because uh, I, I needed the experience of leaving the state of Michigan, of leaving home and uh, broadening my horizons and meeting a new group of people. So I, I felt that that was important. And uh, the full tuition scholarship <laughs> also helped to uh, make that decision a little bit easier. But the University of Michigan is home for me. It's family for me. I spent many of my summers uh, as a middle schooler and high schooler at the University of Michigan in various uh, summer engineering programs. And uh, it is there that I uh, met a lot of people uh, who ended up attending the University of Michigan uh, that I'm still friends with to this day. I um, met some, uh, some, some faculty members and, uh, and, and administration um, administrators that uh, I developed relationships with um, over time. And uh, it's, it's family to me. And I have been uh, rooting as a sports interest for uh, Michigan athletics uh, in all uh, phases, in all sports. I've been rooting for Michigan athletics uh, ever since I was a young boy. And so even though my degrees are not from the University of Michigan, uh, that school is home for me. <laughs> uh, especially from a rooting standpoint, even more so than my actual alma mater of Morehouse College and at the Division One level, uh, Georgia Tech, where I also got my other uh, uh, undergraduate degree. Now, with that said, uh, there's a troubling, um, something troubling amongst the uh, University of Michigan fan base, and it really bothers me because I'm part of the fan base. But I just I don't I don't hold this point of view. Um, we we had this whole um, everything is awesome like the Legos movie. We had that whole mentality about what's going on uh, right now with the program, and I just don't agree with that. Um, I don't feel like we're on schedule as far as um, the the rebuild and the retooling and. Um, and, and the regeneration of the program under uh, Jim Harbaugh. I have some questions. Uh, I, there are some areas in which we are struggling that I don't feel like we should be struggling at this point in time, but I'm still gonna give it another year before I say uh, much else because there's a lot of things that could come together next year that would erase all of my concerns. <laughs> but I will say this, there's a fixation in the fan base, and I see it on Instagram uh, mainly, amongst those who feel like we should have some kind of ranking in front of our name. <laughs> uh, there, there shouldn't be. We haven't done anything to earn a ranking this year, and we shouldn't be worried about that. The only thing we should be worried about 
is finally getting a signature victory against a good football team, which we have not done this year, and also making sure that our quarterback is getting better and that we're doing the things that we need to be doing. You have to focus on the right things in order to get better. It's very important. We have to focus on the right things in order to get better. Look, what should we be focusing on as a fan base? What do we want to see? We want to see the quarterback uh, get better and get some experience, win or lose. And, and, and this is hard for me to say because I want to win every game. And the expectation is to win. But win or lose, I want to see the quarterback get better. I want to see Brandon Peters get the experience that he needs, the reps that he needs to compete at a high level next year. I want to see him um, you know, get confidence throwing the ball down the field, getting good timing with the receivers. Not just throwing the ball downfield, but developing the timing necessary for uh, pass plays to be completed down the field. When I'm saying throw the ball down the field. Not just that he has the arm to do it, but I want to see the timing. I want to see the ball hit the receiver where it needs to hit the receiver in order for pass plays to be completed. I want to see the true pro-style offense that we're supposed to be running instead of a high school version of it. I want to see the offensive line continue to get better. The offensive line has been one of the worst uh, in uh, the FBS this season in pass protection. It's documented. We've been one of the worst in that department. We've been able to run the football a little bit, but we definitely have not been able to protect the quarterback the way that we need to and to the caliber of athletes that we recruit uh, to the school. We need to see that get better. We need to shore up the linebacking core. Um, the defense has, has been great again this year, despite a lot of losses uh, to the NFL. And, you know, that kind of thing happens, but we've been able to retool, still been able to be very competitive on defense. Uh, the one area that I think is weak is uh, at the linebacking spot. I just, um, to go to the next level, to really beat the best teams, and um, to, to, you know, really uh, compete the way that we need to at that level, um, we need better linebackers. So that's also one thing that I'm focused on. So the, the point of this is not football. The point is, in seasons of evaluation and retooling and improvement, um, we need to be focused on the right thing. If we know that this is a season of improvement, don't worry about what your ranking is right now at your place of business. There's a point at which you need to recognize, okay, where, where do I stand? Where do I rank amongst my peers? Where do I rank? Where does our company rank amongst its peers? There's a time to think about that, but then there's a time to um, buckle down, focus on yourself 
and not just where you're ranking or where you stand, but focus on getting better. Because if you focus inward on getting better every single day of doing the basic things that you need to do to make the kind of improvements you want to see in your life, when you do that, then you're able to uh, focus on the rankings because the ranking is going to take care of itself. If you get better every single day, and if you develop in the ways that you need to develop, then the rankings will come. The accolades will come. That what you want to do will happen for you. The opportunities that you're looking for will be there. But if you don't focus on what you need to focus on first because you're focused on um, vanity metrics. And that's one thing that we talk about in social media marketing and analytics all the time. If you're looking at vanity metrics instead of focusing on, uh, you know, the value that you're actually delivering uh, if you're if you're not focused on okay what kind of connection are you building what kind of community are you building what kind of engagement do you see and you're just looking at vanity metrics you know what I'm saying then it's gonna hurt you in the end so we have to be able to evaluate ourselves and look at what we're supposed to be looking at and make the majors major and the minors minor and don't flip the two or confuse the two it's very very important All right, as always, I just want to thank you all for rocking with me, for listening, and I just pray that you all are extremely, extremely blessed, and I'll talk to you on the next one. Peace. Thank you for joining me today here on The Journey. I pray that I have said something or at least made you think about something that has added some light to your day and value to your life. So until next time, keep it moving. And God bless.